0: The content of the following program is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, treatment, or cure. Always consult your physician or a health professional with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition.
1: So we're talking about cats today?
2: We are indeed, yes.
1: Sweet.
3: Ready, set, Go. And the
1: drone show set you free!
0: Welcome to One Life Radio. We are going higher, everyone. and Welcome to One Life Radio. This is Bernadette. I can't stop laughing.
1: That was a great little peek behind the curtain there.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, I was dead.
1: <laughs> I turned on the mics to say, hey, we're talking about cats today. That's cool. I had a whole little thing, but it was much funnier listening to you slam into the microphone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, welcome to One Life Radio, everyone. We are live <laughs> from Dallas, Texas on iHeartMedia, as well as KMET in Southern California on ABC News Talk. This is Bern. That's Jer and Mayor. <laughs> and it's
3: Furbulous Friday. <laughs> and it's Friday. Furbulous Friday.
0: <laughs> I was out trying to get my doggone power washer to work.
1: and You're Trying to power wash <laughs> a dog? What?
0: No, I'm trying Hide to power pop- Power wash around the pool, and we are going to bath all the dogs later. But yeah, and uh, you know, I did the lefty righty or righty tidy Lucy. What is it? Righty tidy, Righty
1: tidy, lefty Lucy.
0: Lefty Lucy. And I, I, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I had my choke all set. Cats. <laughs> yes.
3: I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> the power washer is a thorn in your side.
0: <laughs> Jerry, you might have to come over and help me on your spare time, <laughs> which is zero. I know uh, that. But uh, yeah, uh, it's great to be here. It is. And yeah, I almost missed the bell because I was outside trying to get a bunch of stuff done in this gorgeous uh, day today here in Dallas, Texas. For all of those uh, joining us today, we've got a great show. Uh, first up, we've got Rebecca Owens. And at the half, we have Heather White. We're going to be talking about how to have a green Halloween and how to lessen our our food waste. We all need to hear that, right? But Rebecca Owens, I'm so excited to have her on the show. She is the director of marketing for Loving Cats Worldwide Group, or LCWW, the founders of the Cat Extravaganza, which we will be attending
1: tomorrow. (laughs) I'm going tomorrow.
0: We're going. Marie and I are going, and then we're going to the ice shaker thing later in the afternoon to set the Guinness World Record, Uh, but I'll go back to that in a minute, but uh, I want to continue to give uh, Rebecca the wonderful bio read and and introduction that she deserves. Uh, She travels around the world with LCWW. With a mission to increase the visibility of all cats, educating the public about cat rescues and adoption while preserving cat breeds and protecting ethical breeders. Her website is lcwwgroup.com. That's lcwwgroup.com on Facebook and Twitter at lcwwgroup. Instagram, Loving Cats Worldwide. TikTok, Loving Cats Worldwide. Underslash L-C-W-W. Underscore. Underscore. What did I say?
3: Underslash. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, close enough. You
0: know what I meant. It was close enough.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's a new (laughs) icon. Oh, I love when stuff
0: happens like
2: that. It just cracks me up. But it's great to have Rebecca with us. Rebecca, are you there? (laughs) Hi, I am. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh
0: yeah,
4: is I that love...
1: accent not wonderful?
0: <laughs> I know, right?
2: Oh. We were
1: talking oh about it Thank before uh, we got on the air.
0: Yeah, you sound a little bit like Ingrid Newkirk. <laughs> oh. Uh-huh. oh.
2: I'll <laughs> Compliment. oh absolutely
0: <laughs> she's lovely absolutely lovely one of the one of the most intelligent women i think i've ever known in my life but i really thank you for joining us today rebecca can you give us a little history about your group loving cats worldwide and the cat extravaganza happening this weekend right here in dallas from the independent yes. cat association it's it's just over a year old right and has been running events since 2015
2: yes yes so we are A bunch of cat-crazy lovers that thought it was about time that cats take centre stage and put them in the spotlights above dogs. Cats sometimes get a bad rep, and there's definitely not as much out there for cats as there is dogs. So we are spreading the word um, that cats are awesome um, and educating the public all over the world through our events. We've been running events since 2015, And then, just a little over a year ago, we became an independent cat association. Um, So we run all of our own events. We give our own pedigrees and litter registrations and things, and basically help cat owners and breeders um, and adopted parents of, uh, you know, adopted cats give them everything they need to be the best pet parents possible.
0: Oh I love that. Cats are often misunderstood and they're they're so wonderful. I have 11 cats I rescue. Every one of them came off the street. Oh. This morning on our One Life Radio Instagram, I was just I was just, you know, in the kitchen, doing my thing, drinking my coffee, and uh, Clementine, who came from a shelter in Norman, Oklahoma, she had been hit by a car, and they were going to euthanize her, nobody wanted her, because she couldn't walk really well at all, her back legs were kind of all scrunched together, and she kind of dragged herself, but we adopted her, my daughter brought her home from Norman, and, um, you know, she is wonderful, she climbs now, she walks, she runs, she bops, (laughs) just like (laughs) (laughs) the Cindy Lauper song, she bops, but, uh, but yeah, and, and and so cats are so wonderful, but how many types of how, how many breeds of cats will be shown at this event this weekend here in Dallas at the Cat Extravaganza?
2: Yeah, so in attendance this weekend we have uh, 21 different breeds. Uh, we may, we may get additional ones, you know, up until um up until tomorrow morning. The the cat event is actually the competition is open to any cats. The only regulation is that they're 4 months old um and fully vaccinated. Um so we have a household pet class as well. So if people have moggies at home that they'd love to put into the spotlight and it's their time to shine, um, you know, your household moggies can also compete in this international competition as well. Um there so over twenty one breeds this weekend, yeah, and lots of different household pets and rescues too.
0: Yeah. What Marie it would look like. Oh. You want to say something? She's
3: sitting there with her. Well, her I ready. have a cat. I have a rescue cat as well. So, what kind of competition are we talking about here? So,
2: I can. Yeah. <laughs> and I have 11. So. <laughs> yes. Amazing. So, we um, have these international competitions. So, our cat extravaganzas, um, all of them feature um, a competition as part of the event alongside a lot of other different features and things going on. Um, but we invite our exhibitors to come, and it's really a, a hobby, um, as you know, a, a lifetime goal for a lot of our exhibitors to be the best of the best. Um, so throughout the year, we have these events all over the world, and they assume, the cats accumulate points at the competition. Hmm. So you will see the judges in our judging rings talk about each cat in detail, um, judge them according to a breed standard. Um, You know, see things like their personality and things. Um, And depending on where the judge places the cat, we have a best in show um, presentation at the end of the weekend where we award the best cat of every class and our overall best in show as well. And and then at the end of the year, uh, we announce the best cat of the year, the best um, international winner of the junior class, the kitten class, altar class. Um, and mm. household pet as well. Mm. Does anybody ever try to grease you
0: uh... and <laughs> oh, uh, bribe you <laughs> to make their cat the best cat? <laughs>
2: I'm just oh, joking. No, I'm no,
0: trying no, to no, make no, it funny.
2: It, it, <laughs> it does happen, but we ch- we, we keep everything under the LTWW.
3: That's so, awesome. Yeah, so are you looking for the way the cat uh, acts, or like for a, if you if it's a, not a specific breed, like or the Fur or like tricks, or what are the criteria? Yeah,
0: yeah. Does their meow matter? Who's the best I meower? Know. I've got a heck of a meower downstairs. Well, His I... name
2: is Dean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, the, so there's a breed um, standard for every breed in attendance. Um, and so those uh, they take into consideration things like the coat, the type, mm-hmm. the structure of the cat, the boning, the muzzle, the temperament. Um, above all the health and well-being of the cat as well. Uh-huh. And when it comes to the household pets, obviously there's um, you know, less uh, things for the judge to follow when, when it comes to scoring them. So uh-huh. we're really looking for amazing personalities that the cat wants to be there, that they're in good health. And, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's what we're looking for, really. If oh, the bones wow. are
1: important, you would love my cat. He's very big-boned.
2: <laughs> oh, God, We love so. a <laughs> big-boned Can the cats get disqualified
0: for bad behavior, like if they're really snobby? You know, a lot of cats are kind of snobby.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, it can. We do, we do have disqualifications now and again. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't tolerate any biting. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Really
3: oh my goodness.
1: Boots um, is eating fluffy.
3: <laughs> <Uh-oh>.
1: Disqualified.
2: <laughs> and a- the, the, the majority of cats that come into the competition is so well used to it you know they've been doing this since they were kittens and um, so they're well versed with the cat fancy and the, the world that we put them into and um, so a lot of them but, you know they're, they're mostly very very relaxed mm-hmm. um which you'll see at the at the event itself
0: yeah, there's. This is, fu- this is a fun conversation. I'm really looking forward to it. And you said there's going to be vendors there. Is there anyone selling, like, any really cool cat furniture or, like, you know, the towers or anything like that? that you yes, find it sh- <laughs> all the
2: things you could imagine that you would like for your cat, That they even if they don't use them. <laughs> um, we have over, you know, 20 vendors here um, this weekend with us. We have 18 rescues as well. Um, oh, good. So, and yeah, a lot of variety of different products available well, from grooming tools to cat teasers to furniture. Anything that you uh, want to take home for your kitty will be there. Yeah.
0: And so you're going to have, um, did, you, did you say 14 or did you say 20 different uh, organizations that are going to be adopting out uh, cats? And, and one of them must be the Dallas Cat Lady, I'm thinking. She puts a Um, lot
2: The Dallas Cat Lady... She's very popular. She is, yes, yes, of course. So we have 18 rescues in attendance. The event is actually in collaboration with the SPCA of Texas. Oh. We have... Yeah, yeah, yes. I'll be
0: there tonight at the fur ball.
2: (laughs) Ah, Are you going to be at the fur ball tonight, Rebecca? (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. So so uh, lots of rescues in attendance. We have a, a huge area. Um, we have k- kittens and and cats who are looking for forever homes in attendance too. So you can start conversations and start that adoption journey from the event. Um, and then obviously the rescues will do their due diligence post event and follow up um, to complete that process. But we've facilitated hundreds of adoptions through our events everywhere. Um, And rescues are invited to come and join us for free as well, and you know, as part of our mission to really do all that we can for the overwhelming rescue population.
0: Oh yeah, there's so many of them. Well, that's how I ended up with so many. And. My gosh, yeah. and you know, kitten, t- kitten uh, used to be a season, kitten season. Kitten season is now like all year round, typically. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's just su- such an overwhelming amount. But we're going to talk more about it and how to fix it and how to get to your event this weekend. Uh, everyone, we'll be right back. More coming up with Rebecca Owens. We'll talk about the cat extravaganza going on here in Dallas, Texas. Tomorrow, we'll be there. Stay tuned, and we'll be right back. You are listening to One Life Radio. If you miss the show, not to worry. You can always catch the podcast after the broadcast at oneliferadio.com or your favorite podcast app. Be sweet, (laughs) barricade. We've all heard the mantra that vaccines are safe and effective, but is it really true? Turtles All the Way Down Vaccine Science and Myth is an in-depth review and analysis of the science on vaccine safety. By the time you finish reading, not only will you see the answer clearly for yourself, you will also have the scientific references and quotes at your disposal that prove it. More than 1,200 of them from mainstream scientific papers and textbooks to official government publications and vaccine manufacturer's documents. Whether you are new to the vaccine debate or a veteran seeking a deeper grasp of the science, Turtles All the Way Down Vaccine Science and Myth is a must read, now available on Amazon.
1: For more than a decade and a half, John Hewlett has been on a journey to share the miracle of nitric oxide, bioavailable vitamin D3, and other essential vitamins and nutrients with the world. His focused research and study during those years inspired him to create Cardio Miracle, formulated with over 50 of the finest ingredients, working in synergy to support optimal sustained levels of nitric oxide. Visit CardioMiracle.com to read John's amazing story, and learn about the health benefits of nitric oxide. That's CardioMiracle.com. For your heart, for your health.
2: This is Alec Baldwin. There are lots of ways to show you have style. Wearing fur isn't one of them. Each year, millions of animals are drowned or beaten to death in the wild, or gassed or electrocuted in captivity for their coats. Cruelty is one
1: fashion statement we can do without. Please help the animals by joining People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals.
3: To find out how you can help, visit furisdead.com or call 757-622-PETA.
1: Back with more positivity pouring out your speakers, it's One Life Radio. All
0: right, everyone. (laughs) Rocking in the weekend. (laughs) You are listening to One Life Radio. This is Bernadette with Jerry Caldwell, Marie Early, and Rebecca Owens. She is the Director of Marketing for Loving Cats Worldwide Group, or LCWW, the founders of the Cat Extravaganza and Rescue Awareness event happening here in Dallas this weekend. She travels around the world with the LCWW uh, with a mission to increase the visibility of all cats, uh, educating the public about how cat rescues and adoption, uh, how they work and while also preserving the cat breeds and protecting ethical breeders. You can find Rebecca at lcwwgroup.com. That's lcwwgroup.com or on fa- Facebook and Twitter at lcwwgroup, Instagram at lovingcatsworldwide and on TikTok at worldwide underscore lcww. So Rebecca, you know, we have to stress, I personally am such a proponent for adopt, don't shop to address the shelter overcrowding. And I will be at the fur ball tonight for the SPCA, which is you're working with them. I That's what you said earlier with this event, and I think that's wonderful. But how does your group support rescue cats? What do you guys do to help?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So um, obviously as part of our event and the competition, we do um, have pedigree cats in competition as well as household pets. Um, in terms of rescue Um, We collaborate with a lot of rescues in all of the different areas we um, operate in for our events. Um, We have a lot of visibility online through our social media presence. Um, I think we have the the content that Instagram and TikTok was really crying out for when it comes to cats. Um, And so we use this visibility to, you know, leverage for rescues to gain more visibility and reach more people and do more education. Um, We also space to all rescues to come and attend our events to help promote their message, um, and we also have a Kitty Corner stage as part of our events, um, where we invite our rescues to do Q and A sessions. Um, we have a talk this weekend on TNR traps, me to release, and really, um, you know, equip our rescues to be able to equip the general public um, on, on on how to be a rescue advocate.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, you know, are, are, are is unethical breeders um, common in the cat community?
2: I mean, I would think, yes. I think in this, um, you know, in this digital age, especially, it's so easy now for anybody to um, put an advertisement out there to sell an animal, whether it be a cat or a dog. Um, unethical breeders is, is, is definitely a problem um, across the board. Um so we just really try and educate our um audience on doing their due diligence, um, you know, doing things like making sure that kitten is seen with the mum, um if they if they are going down the pedigree route. Um, you know, whether someone chooses to bring on a pedigree as part of their family or a rescue, um, it's really important that everyone is doing the, the proper checks, the proper welfare checks beforehand, um, and, and, and obviously that goes for pedigree cats as well. Um, so making sure that they have all the correct documentation and checking that the kitten is with mum and and that, that they 're in you know good health and well being as well mm-hmm.
0: yeah it 's so sad for to watch kittens or puppies to be taken away from their mothers uh, too young. Uh, or too mm. early. It's, it's not healthy for them mentally either. But, Marie, you had a question. What did you want to say?
3: Yes. Uh, my rescue cat followed us home one day, my dog and I. And uh, people have said that she looks like a Russian blue. She is
0: a Russian blue. Oh. I, don't well, tell, I, I saw her well, last night. Well, that would night. explain
1: why she looks like that.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, and I have a Russian blue as well. And he came out of a barn. He was off the street, too. He's beautiful. He's full Russian blue. He's just And he's very talkative. Yeah. He's very, very talkative. He's got the loudest, loudest meow in the house. And he's very friendly and so you know which leads me to ask you this do cat breeds have specific personality traits or does the breed matter when it comes to a cat's temperament
2: yeah so I mean every cat is an individual as you will know having all your rescues and um, they all have their own, <laughs> own little individual quirks very much like people um, and uh, you know but diff- there will be different traits that is typical of some breeds more so than others so Ragdolls are typically very cuddly and sweet. Um, Abyssinians are extremely active um, and will run laps around the house. And uh, Siamese are, are particularly very vocal, as are Russian Blues. Um, but that doesn't mean to say that a Ragdoll won't be vocal and a Siamese won't be cuddly and, and want cuddles and and all of that. And um, they are definitely, you know, individuals in their own right.
0: Yeah, I had a Maine Coon once. That's the closest thing I've ever come, I think, to other than Dean. I, I had no idea. I I don't. That's what I don't, my cat is. What a Maine Coon?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> I love them. Uh, and oh gosh, Bounder, he was such a great cat. And he lo- and you know normally you know I don't I would never let a cat outside, but he and he came off the street and he really loved being outside. And I have a pretty big property, and he used to. I'm not kidding you, Rebecca. He patrolled the whole property. He was like the watch cat. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was, he was a badass. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Ah, uh, but they're, the Maine Coons are known as the gentle giants of the of the cat world, and and that they very much are, and they're they're also the closest to a um a dog that you can get in a uh-huh. the cat. They're very loyal, follow you around, and protect you, as you know, as as your one is shown there. And um, so, yeah, I love Maine Coons. Love, yeah. love, love this Maine guy's
1: Coons. got so much personality. I swear he was a dude in a former life. I'm telling you, this cat was human once.
0: <laughs> yeah, you gotta love them. They're just, I don't know. They're, I, I love both cats and dogs. Usually, you know, people are typically like my two daughters are, are cat people, um, and I'm a dog person and a cat person, you know, um, and their father's a cat person. And so, you know, it's funny how people will gravitate towards one particular species. Uh, of animal, right? What's up with that?
2: Mm-hmm. Cats are hard to I figure out. I, I, I did a total uh, 360 flip from, from dogs to cats. Although I still love dogs, as I, I love all animals, but I'm pretty cat crazy now. Uh, yeah. But I think it depends what kind of household you grow up in as well. Like my um, mother and father were never really liked cats and would cross the street if there was one there. <laughs> so yeah. I never... Um, really had that bond with cats until um you know i i met steven the the founder of lcww that really changed my uh, perception of these incredible little animals
0: yeah they're they're wonderful they are well let me ask you this um is there anything else you'd like our listeners to know about the event tomorrow the cat extravaganza here in dallas like what time it starts where it is all that because i really would love for you to have a, a great turnout
2: Yes, we would love everyone to come and join us and have fun with us this weekend. So we are um, at the Dallas Market Centre event hall this Saturday and Sunday. We open to the public at 10am and we close at 4pm. So you can come at any point um, in the weekend. We do have the catwalk um, about 1 o'clock each day uh, where Stephen, uh, the founder of LCWW, will um, structure The cat down the catwalk and and (laughs) give more information there. We have talks throughout the day in Kitty Corner, and our competition happens all throughout the weekend. So it's continuous, non stop action, and so there's always something to see. Um, And you can get tickets online from our website or at the door. um, And yeah, just come and have an amazing weekend with us. Um, and you, should, you guys should definitely bring photos of those cats, and we can do some. Um, we can put them in front of the, the judges to give you some more information on, you know, where they might have come I'll from. Think,
0: I'll <laughs> think about it. I've got I've got several to choose from. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. Does it? Do looks matter? Oh.
2: <laughs> Not always. No. <laughs>
0: I don't want to hurt my cat's feelings. Aww. <laughs> feelings.
3: I know. They do have that ugliest dog contest every year. Oh, my gosh. Cats yeah. are cute. Oh, they're darling.
0: <laughs> well, Rebecca, it's been fun having you on the show, and I wish you uh, a great time tomorrow. I know we will be there. And thank you so much for jumping on the air with us today. Meow, meow. Okay. <laughs> meow, 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 meow,
1: meow, 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 <laughs> meow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank right. you guys. you're Thank welcome you. all right everyone we've got a great show it's fabulous friday continuing on with heather white uh, about having a green halloween and how to lessen our food waste stay tuned you are listening to one life radio
1: follow us on social media at one life radio
0: protecting your health can get pretty complicated these days And if you're like me, you have a counter full of supplements and it can be exhausting. I think most of us like to keep things simple. I know I do. That's one of the things I like about Cardio Miracle. It's a comprehensive heart and health supplement with over 50 ingredients and antioxidants, including organic beets, carrots, coconut, pineapple, and raspberries, combined with the best amino acids, such as L-arginine, L-citrulline, and L-ornithine. These ingredients work together synergistically to promote and sustain the body's natural production of nitric oxide. Our body is amazing and it's important to remember that it wants to be healthy. By giving it natural and bioavailable nutrients, it can keep all of our different systems in shape and it will work in the background to achieve a better level of overall health while you go about living your life. So give it what it needs with Cardio Miracle. Find CardioMiracle at CardioMiracle.com. That's CardioMiracle.com. Magnesium supports the health of nearly every system in the human body, yet it can be difficult to maintain healthy levels through diet or supplements. The ideal way to restore and maintain healthy magnesium levels is through your body's largest, most efficient organ of absorption, your skin. Be sure that your body is getting the magnesium it needs with Ancient Minerals, the number one recommended topical magnesium among health practitioners worldwide. Their lotions, highly concentrated magnesium oils, bath salts and gels make it easy to get the daily magnesium you need to thrive. And the best part? Ancient Minerals is part of Enviromedica, a name synonymous with quality and integrity. Learn more about magnesium and ancient minerals at enviramedica.com. Want to advertise on
1: One Life Radio? Send us an email, info at OneLifeRadio.com. Contagiously positive, One Life Radio is back.
0: back to One Life Radio. This is Bernadette Fiaschetti with Jerry Caldwell and Marie Early. We are broadcasting live from Dallas, Texas on iHeartMedia, as well as KMET in Southern California on ABC News Talk. We've got Heather White with us today. Heather, are you there?
4: I am, Bernadette. It's great to be with you, <laughs> it's great
0: to be with you too. And uh, I wanted to say hello before I introduced you officially. Uh, Heather White is a nationally recognized uh, conservation and environmental policy expert, as well as the founder of One Green Thing, a nonprofit that tackles anxiety about the climate crisis through joyful daily action, inspiring culture change for policy solutions as well. Uh, at One Green Thing, Heather and her team inspire service and action through their service. Superpower Assessment and One Green Thing uh, Challenges. I should say, hashtag One Green Thing Challenges. Her debut book, One Green Thing, Discover Your Hidden Power and Help Save the Planet, is a guide to show readers how they can contribute to the climate movement through self discovery using their own personality, interests, and strengths. You can find Heather at onegreenthing.org. That's onegreenthing.org or on Instagram at Heather White Official. I'm thinking about you all the time, Heather, as I go through this thing call life and try to stop people from doing stuff like not recycling bottles in a restaurant little things like that i always think of you
4: <laughs> thank you bernadette and thank you for your passion and your commitment you know we can create a healthier greener more just world we can but it starts with all of us and those yeah. simple gestures mean a lot well, they do. You know, I was in a restaurant the other
0: day uh, with my daughter, and we, uh, I said, are, you think they're going to recycle these, honey? And she's like, no, Mom, I bet they're not. Don't ask. Don't ask. So after we were done drinking them, uh, they were um, some bottled, uh, like Topo Chico, except a different brand. And it was a heavy glass bottle, Heather. And I, right. uh, I threw them in my purse and brought them home and recycled them. I just can't believe <laughs> in this day and age we're still putting like stuff like that in the garbage. Like, what are we doing?
4: Yeah. Yeah, and I think that conversations with people can make people think differently, especially if it's a place of, hey, have you thought about this? you have you thought about the long-term impacts but i love how you took the issue into your own hands bernadette like (laughs) we usually do and just fixed it i love it
0: thank you well you know it's as i said it's always great to have you have you with us and i love what we're talking about today i really do i'm very passionate about both of these topics which is having a green halloween and how to lessen our food waste but the green this year the halloween it seems like such a difficult task especially with all the wrapped candy given out to trick-or-treaters and and all of the Halloween candy that parents throw out. How can we make our candy choices
4: greener this Halloween, Heather? Such a great question. And, you know, to get really micro, you want to choose candle candies that are wrapped in foil like Hershey's Kisses or Reese's Peanut. The Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, um, I know those are specific brands, but just basically in foil, or cardboard boxes, those little boxes that maybe you find with Junior Mints and Milk Duds. Uh-huh. And you want to use, like have your trick-or-treaters use a pillowcase or a uh, reusable bucket. Um, there's also opportunities when you have leftover candy to donate them. Uh, Treats for Troops is a great nonprofit where you can mail your leftover candy to, and they distribute them around the world to, to our military men and women.
0: Aw, I'm writing that down right now. Treats for, yeah. what you say? Treats for troops, troops. 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 Yeah. All I can <laughs> what think about right
1: they, now is peanut butter the, cups.
4: All
0: the reject candy. <laughs> it happens. It
4: happens. But, those, but, but um, you know what? Environmentalists have found, they do things called plastic audits where they go to beaches around the world and basically pick up trash. They have found Halloween candy wrappers all oh. over the world. On beaches, oh so gosh. this idea of trying to avoid plastic when you can uh, makes a big difference. Oh my gosh, what were we gonna say, oh, So
3: the boxes, like the milk duds, they uh, will. Uh, yeah, what's the do- what, biodegrade? Is, what's what?
0: Yeah, or, or are people gonna take those little boxes oh. and actually recycle them?
4: <laughs> yeah, and, and they can be recy- They like ninety percent of our cardboard and paperboard is recycled. You oh, hear a okay. lot of statistics, which are true about plastic recycling. Only nine percent of plastics are actually recycled. But um, even when you're you're collecting them at the um, you know local local governments, when you drop it off at your your uh, green area, but cardboard. The good news is cardboard really does get recycled. So, yeah, Yeah. you do want to also recycle those. Thank you, Marie, for asking that question. It's not enough to throw the cardboard in the trash. You do need to separate that out.
0: Yeah. And I was just thinking of something else that drives me nuts. I'm sure you've all, everyone out there listening has had this happen, including you, Heather, Marie, Jerry. You've been at a party, and they've got plastic forks and plastic plates, real heavy ones, too, sometimes, you know, if it's a fancier event. And they end up in the trash, too. It's like, what are people thinking? You think about parties, especially Halloween parties, you know. There's going to be a lot of parties. It's that party season. You've got Thanksgiving and Christmas and Hanukkah and all these things coming up, right? Um, And we throw these parties and don't even think about all the plastic we're putting in the trash.
4: It's so true, Bernadette. And one of the things is just we simply say use real stuff. And like if you got a really weird candy dish like many of us did from a great aunt. Uh (laughs) <laughs> Halloween is the perfect time to bring it out, you know, put some, put some fun uh, candies in there, you know, like bring out the stuff that are, is only for special occasions. Like use it, use it, use real stuff. And if you're worried about cleanup, one of the things I always try to do, whether it's Halloween or Thanksgiving or the the winter holidays, is have people um, decide who's going to clean up before you throw the party, <laughs> And make it yeah. intergenerational, generational. And it actually can be a lot of fun in the kitchen as you're putting everything away. So just kind of reframing it makes mm-hmm. such a big difference, and it does reduce plastic, just like you said.
0: Well, yeah, and you can wash those those plastic dishes and reuse them. I know it's, it seems laborious, sure. but, but you can, and you save money, you save the environment, and, you know, you save the time and the gas of going to get more, like, uh, you know, one of the stores that you go. You know, a lot of, a lot of them are uh, like Costco or Sam's. People go in there around the holidays, and you see them on the end caps, just all these plastic. Cups, you know, and it's it drives me nuts. It really drives me crazy. There is like also
1: uh, flatware that's made out of uh, bamboo, pl- uh, plant products, bamboo yeah. and plant products, bamboo, yeah. Uh, yeah. corn, things like that.
4: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's compostable, um, mm-hmm. you know, compostable single use too. That is a great alternative.
0: Yeah, and now you're finding the the plates that are made from like corn. Uh, mm-hmm. I was actually at an event last night, and they had uh, corn corn plates. You know, and yeah, corn no flatware make a big difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. they do. Yeah, they do. And so, you know, so go back to the Halloween. What about parents throwing out all that candy? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Brother, you, you know how parents me. will do that. I used to do it. I, because I, cause I didn't know what to do with out. it. Oh. Yeah, because I, they would get so you know, and I'm like, little by little, I take a handful a day and like you know just kind of get rid of it so that they i didn't want my kids eating all that sugar i didn't believe it or not is as conscious as i am i just didn't even think of that it's just like i got to get this out of my kids hands i don't want them eating all this sugar
3: you threw away your understandable okay i did (laughs) oh my god
0: i'm I'm that kind of mom (laughs) i didn't want them having all the sugar but i didn't know about the treats treats for troops or any of that i think Mm -hmm. at one time we did give it to like a I can't remember. Some of it we gave away. Starving kids in China? Yeah.
4: Yeah, but all that sugar. Because, you know, all that sugar is not great for you. But in moderation, it can be fun. And some food banks will take it. Feeding America the Nonprofit mm-hmm. Feeding America has a great finder where you can just type in your zip code and see where your local food bank is and you can see if they'll take the Halloween candy as well because yeah. there's things that they can use over time right that my problem right. with my kids Bernadette and I think this is what happened to you was that they would eat all their candy in one sitting would.
0: oh yeah I, I, they would keep inventory too if like a, a, yeah. something really <laughs> awesome was missing they're like mom did you take my you know whatever it was <laughs>
3: when you got a full size candy <laughs> I bar. would be like what?
1: did you take my millionaire? <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Where's my Snickers?
0: Oh, my gosh. Oh, geez. But uh, you know what? Let's go to break now. When we come back, then we can talk about food waste and all that because that's a huge problem for our environment and our world. And uh, there's people starving all over the world, and there should not be, not when we're wasting so much food. It's a big problem. Like I said, we'll talk more about it when we come back uh, with Heather White from OneGreenThing.org. Stay tuned, everyone. It's Furbulous Fridays here on One Life Radio.
1: You're listening to One Life Radio. Make sure you check out our podcast and get to know the show at oneliferadio.com.
0: The ecosystems of the body and the earth are inseparable. Gut health is the foundation of all health. And just as biodiversity is integral to the health of the earth's ecosystems, microbial diversity and balance are key to the health of your gut microbiome. I have been taking Enviromedica probiotics for over six years now, and I encourage you to try them as well. Rewild your gut with spore-based probiotics and wild-harvested prebiotics. Visit Enviromedica.com and check out all of their excellent products. Get reconnected to the earth with Enviromedica. That's Enviromedica.com. In the fight against corruption, together we are stronger. Join me at the Children's Health Defense second annual conference, Rise and Resist, in Savannah, Georgia, November 3rd through the 5th, and learn how to confront corruption in big pharma, big government, big tech, big food, and all the regulatory bodies who are influenced by big corporate interests. At Rise and Resist, you'll hear from the most influential health freedom activists in the world, including Robert F. Kennedy Jr., Children's Health Defense Chairman on Leave. Join the fight and remember people over profits, truth over lies, courage over fear. Go to childrenshealthdefense.org to get your ticket. The Children's Health Defense Second Annual Conference, November 3rd through the 5th in Savannah, Georgia. I'll see you there.
1: We're back. More of One Life Radio starts now. That's the one we want.
0: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) cha-cha-cha. Oh Sorry my god. guys. I don't know what the hell I that last one song. was.
1: They did not label <laughs> that correctly. I played my heart for that one.
0: I was like, Where did where did it? <laughs> Oh my god!
2: Oh my god!
0: It was a monster mash. Mash. It was oh a god. graveyard yeah, smash. I'm uh, having too much Jer, fun. I love it, Jared. That's really
3: oh, I, impressive.
0: Oh, he can sing like a bird. You didn't know that about Jared? <laughs> I did not know that. I did not know that. Oh, yeah. He's got a great voice. He really does. Uh, he uh, And he's an actor, too. Oh,
4: wow.
1: I am an actor. <laughs> Well, I thought his
4: diction was great. I was very impressed with the enunciation. That's yes. great. Oh, well, thank d- you.
0: Yeah, he does. He's he's a he's amazing, and we're great. We're we're great to we're we're happy to have him. He's great to have him on One Life Radio. You've been on the she's been on the show a little over a year now, and uh, yeah, we've been on the air twelve years, and Jerry's been with us for about a year. But it's great to have both of you with us here today. And welcome back to One Life Radio, everyone. We're talking about uh, having a green Halloween and how to lessen our food waste with Heather White. She is a nationally recognized conservation and environmental policy expert and the founder of One Green. One Green Thing, a nonprofit that tackles anxiety about the climate crisis through joyful daily action, inspiring culture, uh, culture change for policy solutions and her, her debut book, One Green Thing, Discover Your Hidden Power to Help Save the Planet is a guide to show readers how they can contribute to the climate movement through self-discovery using their own personality, interests and strengths. You can find Heather at OneGreenThing.org. Okay, so Heather decorations and costumes and all of that what kinds of decorations are the most green for Halloween and which decorations are the least green
4: I think when it comes to decorations you want to use real stuff if you can and this is where Pinterest becomes your best friend. Mm. Um, there are all kinds of great things, great, wonderful, creative ideas that you can use twigs, leaves. You can even use, like, olives and grapes and carrots to make some really interesting oh. and creepy Halloween <laughs> Halloween decorations. Cheesecloth uh-huh. is a great way to make it look like a spider web, um, oh. and you can cut out paper bats, um, and you, of course, just want to avoid plastic when you can, and when it comes to costumes, you just want to avoid those um, store bought costumes that have a lot of pvc and they're often treated Mm. with toxic chemicals as flame retardants you also want to avoid dime store jewelry that jewelry can also have cadmium and lead and other toxic metals so kind of make your own and one of the things i love to encourage people to do is do a costume swap that's always fun especially if you have little kids just gather in the backyard or wherever it's convenient for you and bring your costumes from other years and kids can pick and choose and have a great time dressing up too that's something to, to think about
0: yeah, everything is so over the top uh, nowadays, you know. I I just had a flashback to my childhood. Heather, we used to have a box in the front hall closet uh, that was under the stairs, and it just had a bunch of those old-fashioned, you know, cheap Halloween costumes with the masks, you know. that you and would, your
3: face would get all sweaty. <laughs> yeah, and your face would get <laughs> all sweaty, and you got,
0: okay, <laughs> pick one, you know. But I remember one year, my, my, my oldest brother, Jerome, or Jerry, uh, he... Made me a television. as He took a cardboard box and I wore like my jeans underneath it and probably a black shirt. I don't remember. I was like seven, and he put like a, a aluminum foil antenna on top of my on my ears. Somehow they contrapted, you know, made some sort of contraption that. And I went as a television set. I remember taking the black marker and putting, you know, the black on the front of the cardboard box and like drawing little knobs and stuff like that. It's a great costume. It's cheap and it's environmentally uh, friendly, right? And creative
4: and fun. And creative yeah. and fun. Absolutely I had I had friends who found like an old picture frame and um, their kids just used it as a selfie. All they did was knock oh. on the doors. They of course were like a little <laughs> old a trick or treat, you know, in yeah, uh, you know, early high school. But it was such a fun, clever way when they said they were selfie that they got all kinds of candy.
3: That's, <laughs> yeah. Excellent. My mom my mom took a cardboard box and made it into a dice, like a die. Oh, cute. And cut oh, arms cute. in it. And that's what I was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: love it. Oh, my gosh. I, I, I think uh, so many people out there listening have so many fond memories of, of Halloween. I think it's just such a, one of the best kids' holidays. Um,
4: almost maybe right up there with Christmas.
0: <laughs> what do you think?
4: Absolutely.
0: It, because yeah. it's
4: fun and it's creative and it's also really community-driven, which I think is pretty special. I know when I have friends from abroad come visit me here in Montana, they're like, wait, you just knock on people's houses and get candy? You know? <laughs> it's just, yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty unique. It's pretty unique. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's under a mild threat. Let's not forget that.
4: <laughs> <laughs> a, trick. a trick could happen, right? That's a trick right. Or a treat, for sure, for sure. <laughs> and I think one of the things to, to Bernadette is that those of you who have jack-o'-lanterns, just try to compost them if you can. It's unbelievable how many okay. uh, pumpkins. It's like, I think it's like 2 billion pumpkins are purchased a year and 1 billion end up in landfills. Oh my and most gosh. people think when they put, like, food in the trash, it's not a big deal. It just breaks down and decomposes. But what happens is that when it decomposes, it releases methane which is a greenhouse gas that's 87 times more powerful than carbon dioxide. So if you can compost your pumpkin or leave it out in the backyard, that's the best way to do it. There's even communities that have pumpkin smashes where you can – I know this happens in Bozeman. One of our local composting companies just invites everyone in the community to bring their jack-o'-lantern, and then they have um, hammers, and everybody can smash it and get it composted, and it's really a lot of fun
1: it's really good know. for the garden and if you keep the goo if you're not going to like make something out of it like a pie or or something then put the seeds in the goo you know save it in the refrigerator put the goo back in it and plant it
0: uh-huh and then you can exactly. uh, you can take the seeds and bake them. I've done that before with sea salt. Uh, delicious. Yeah, they're delicious. The pumpkin seeds are really really good for you. What were you going to say, Mary? There's,
3: there's a local pig farm that they uh, give them to the pigs. Really? Uh uh-huh. huh. Okay. Oh, Del- yeah. That's uh-huh. wonderful.
0: Well, see, there's lots of things to do with it now. Whether or not people will do it is a second <laughs> something else. But well, uh, but I encourage everyone out there listening because that's how we're going to achieve this goal of, of having a greener planet right a healthier planet a a cleaner environment is is through is through listening to things broadcast like this and then acting on it right heather
4: exactly bernadette and (laughs) uh, as individuals obviously we individually are not going to solve the climate crisis but Uh when we do things like compost or pumpkin use real stuff for a halloween party have the backyard swap we are creating culture change. We are Mm -hmm. all cultural change agents. And the only way these big global policy market solutions are going to work is if the culture is ready to accept them. And we're all doing our part in that way.
0: Yeah. Well, let's go to food waste because that's a big one. Uh, It's a big problem all over the world. Uh, And so we, we want to touch on it. How can we lessen our food waste all year long, Heather? Uh, And uh, what are the latest statistics on how much food is wasted in the U S each year? It's,
4: Pretty shocking. 40% of the food we buy is wasted. And Feeding America says that's the equivalent of 130 billion meals. How is that happening? It's just, you know, people don't figure out how to use their leftovers. They throw the, the, um, you know, vegetables or whatever they're using into the trash. A lot of times there's a challenge with ugly fruit. People don't want to buy the produce Mm -hmm. that doesn't look gorgeous, even if it's fine. And The USDA, the Department of Agriculture, says that food waste costs every person in America $370 a year. Uh And that for a family, a family of four could save $1,500 a year by limiting food waste. Mm
0: -hmm.
4: Well, and then, you know, I mean, the environment. And better for your pocketbook
0: well and a lot of the stuff that you buy um from the grocery store um when when it says it's expired a lot of times it's not and people will throw it out if it's milk or something like that or cream or whatever it is uh, use your common sense if it has an odor it probably has gone bad but not always sometimes things like sour cream and a, a lot of different dairy products in particular will last a lot longer than what the shelf life says
4: Um, Absolutely, Bernadette. Those dates are actually for inventory. So the grocers know when the product came into the store, always use the smell test and the, you know, the whiff, you know, I call it the whiff test test to see if it's still good. The other thing, the only time you really have to focus on those dates is for baby formula. But Uh other than that, it's really for inventory and not about safety. Well,
0: and shopping smarter, right? Creating a shopping list, buying only what you need, um, looking for compostable packaging, um, and um, embrace the ugly, like you said, the ugly fruits and vegetables (laughs) and things like that.
3: Marie's got her hand up.
0: I I I always raise my my hand.
3: Oh, go ahead. Oh, you're raising your hand? Go ahead, Marie. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, I have a question. Is it true that it is better to put – any vegetables and scraps down the disposal rather than in the trash. Doesn't it save land? Isn't it better for the landfills or
4: garbage? It is better than the landfill, but I, of course, would suggest that you compost. It's really easy to do. We have directions on OneGreenDeath.org. EPA has great things. If you just Google you know, composting 101, you can do it either in your backyard. And if you don't have a backyard, you can even purchase, even though it's a little pricey, they have almost basically like composting mills that you can just put on your kitchen counter. And it makes a big difference. Well, and and if I I don't have a garden,
3: what do I do with it? Say that again? If Um, I don't have a garden, what do I do with it? Well, I'm
4: going to
0: tell you. You could hire it out. There's community. (laughs) (laughs) Or you could start your own business and go and picking up other people's compost, right? Which is a great business plan. That's like, that would be, you know,
3: you could. You have plants
1: around your house, though, right?
3: Heather, (laughs) what do I do with it? (laughs)
4: You, You can use it in your house plants. You can absolutely use it in your house plants. You can give it to a friend who's a gardener. There's also places where you can donate your compost
0: okay yeah and i'm reading reading here though that if you live in a community um like yours i guess that has access to community composting you can hire a company to come and pick up your food scraps and like i said if you don't start a business that's a great little side hustle um or ask your town you know that you live in if they offer curbside composting there's a lot of great information here and i'm guessing it's all on your website heather right Yes. on your blog
2: absolutely
0: absolutely At onegreenthing.org or on Instagram at Heather White official. I don't want to stop. I, I want to keep talking about this.
3: <laughs> well, that's going to be my one green it. thing. I know. Hey, everybody, quit
0: wasting food. How about that? Just I stop know. it. I
3: feel bad now. <laughs> I'm oh going to compost. I am. Yeah,
0: we're doing it, Heather. I'm inspired. Rake. All right. Rake. Thank you so much. Have a fantastic weekend. Enjoy this beautiful fall okay. weather up there in Montana. And uh, Thank you, Bernadette. You're welcome. I bet it's getting cold up there, but I got to wrap Not this up. Not yet, but it will. Winter yeah. is
4: coming. Winter is I coming. I know it sure. is, <laughs> and get
0: prepared on that too. Maybe we we'll talk about that next time. You get one body, you get one mind, and you get one life. Get out there today and start composting, guys.